In the locked room, Judy hears Jay scream and gets startled. She begins to breathe heavy in fear, standing against the corner of the room. End scene. Back in the coffin. <laughs> hold on, hold on. End scene. End scene. End scene. Back in the coffin room, Max and Franny are having sex in the coffin. I take when they hear Jay scream. They're in the coffin room. Franny asks Max, what's wrong? And Max replies, Ah, uh, just more party games. Max is having trouble and is uncomfortable in the coffin and says, Ah, shit. Damn it, this is worse than my brother's V-dub. Max sees Stooge in the room and tells him to get the fuck out of here. Hey, man, get the fuck out of here. Did he just, did he really say V-dub? Yeah, he's Okay, like, so you deserve to fucking die just for that. <laughs> yeah, he's definitely a tool. It's my V my V dub. Go fuck your mother. <laughs> Stooge comes out of the shadows and has a demon face, growls, and w- walks up to Franny and snaps her head around, instantly killing her as Max screams. Franny's dead body lands on top of Max as Stooge slams the coffin door, repeatedly trapping them both inside, with Max's arm getting lopped off. Meanwhile, Roger is back in the house looking for everyone. As he's walking down a creepy hallway, he hears, Welcome back, Roger. He turns and he sees demon face Angela. As I she just heard, I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, when this is over, yes. I want you to remind me about who I think <laughs> should have played Roger and would have made this movie a million times better. Okay, okay. sounds good. Um, and you can also tell, like, well, I'll get that later, but okay, so Roger takes off running. As he turns the corner, he bumps into Sal. I know, I know, I know. There's some really weird shit going on around here. Something happened to Helen. What do you mean? I don't know, man. I don't know. It's going to be okay, man. It's going to be okay, man. We're going to get out of here, man. Back in the locked room, Judy hears someone trying to open the door. She asks for Jay, but is unaware that it is Demon Stooge trying to open the door. Stooge gives up and walks away, growling. Demon. Demon Stooge. Demon Stooge. That's going to be the name of my next band. (laughs) Demon Stooge. Sal and Roger are walking around the creepy hallways looking for a way out. Roger keeps freaking out, and Sal tells him if he keeps it up, he's going to slug him. I knew we should have come here. We're going to get out of here. Shut up, Roger. I swear I'm going to slug you. They hear Judy through a door yelling for help. Sal goes to help her, but Roger tells Sal that she might be a demon. Sal did she really listen. say slug him? Yeah. He yeah. did. He said it. Wow. So that's a, a continuing theme. Yeah, he it's, goes to find yeah. if, He's like, if you don't shut up, I'm gonna slug you. Off my case, toilet bowl face. <laughs> <laughs> Sal goes to help her, but Roger tells Sal that she might be a demon. Listen here, Bucko. Up <laughs> yours with a twirling lawn mower. <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Sal doesn't listen to Roger and kicks the door open. Judy runs out the door and runs into Sal's arms. They hear Angela coming down the hallway, breathing heavy. Roger takes off running, leaving Sal and Judy behind. Judy and Sal look down the hall and see Angela slowly heading their way. Now, in in that scene, she's floating through the hallway. She's not really walking. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know if you know Dean, like how they did that scene. Do they have her on a dolly or something? She was on roller skates. Oh, is she? Yeah. Cool. Yeah, so they had That's on cool. roller skates in that scene. Yeah. 
Practical. Uh, yeah. Practical. And she, I think there's another scene like she does the same thing with the roller skates through the hallway. So, uh, so then Judy falls to the floor, paralyzed in fear as as uh, Angela approaches. Sal picks up Judy and convinces her to get up and run away. Sal and Judy successfully run to another room to hide. They hide behind. I'll tell the you what, though, Sal stepped up, man. Oh yeah. I mean, that's because Billy Gallo's fucking cool, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Out of everybody in this friggin' movie. If you had to relate to one person, right. the only person that you have ever met in your life is the Sal character. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like, definitely know a bunch of Sal's. I think he kind of lived around the block from both from both of you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so they hide behind the closed door while Angela creeps by them, floating through the hallway. In the dark room, Sal sees the window and runs to open it. A light turns on, and Judy and Sal see Suzanne holding dead Jay on her lap with his eyes gouged out. Judy screams. Suzanne looks at Sal and says, Hey, how about an orgy? I'm sure if we try, we can get Jay hard again. Sal freaks out and yells for Judy to run. Suzanne pops back up from the floor in demon form. She goes after Judy, and Sal grabs Suzanne by the shoulder. Suzanne bitch slaps Sal's hand away. (laughs) <laughs> and clocks out with a backhander. As now we flying. know who wrote this friggin' treatment. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Bitch slap. <laughs> as Sal goes flying right through the window, second story window, Judy runs out of the room screaming. As Judy runs away, Suzanne's standing at the door and the doorway yells the iconic, one of the iconic lines in the movie. Run, Judy, run. See, Judy, run. Then Suzanne does a creepy laugh. Judy runs down the creepy hallway to get away, and all the doors of the, to the rooms begin to slam shut. Judy runs and finds herself in the coffin room where Franny and Max were having sex. She looks on the floor and sees Max's severed arm. She gets scared and leans up against the coffin. The arm flies through the air and grabs Judy by the leg as she screams in terror. She frantically kicks Max's dead arm away. Then the coffin opens up, and Max and Franny zombies pop up, moaning, trying to grab Judy. Then Judy hightails it out of there. Judy runs. Hightails it. Moaning. (laughs) Right. Moaning. Moaning. I'm sorry. (laughs) Judy runs to the front door in the main area, but the front door is locked. I'm done. All right. I'm done. Make sure. She runs upstairs and stops in the hallway. Meanwhile, Sal wakes up and finds out that he is not in the air shaft. No, I'm sorry. Meanwhile, Sal wakes up and finds (laughs) out that... (laughs) He's gone. He came off camera, so I know he's dying. (laughs) I'm just being juvenile and stupid. So, meanwhile, Sal wakes up to find he is not outside, but he is in the air shaft. Sal begins to realize that he can't escape. Sal climbs up the wall pipes to the upstairs. Judy is in the upstairs hallway, walking slowly, terrified and scared. At the end of the hallway, Judy sees Roger through the metal barred window. As she walks towards Roger, Demon Stooge jumps out in front of her, and as she screams, Judy runs away, and Stooge turns towards Roger and tries to grab him through the bars. Roger takes off. Judy runs back down the stairs and runs into Demon Suzanne. Suzanne growls at Judy, and Judy books it right back up the stairs. Isn't Demon Suzanne a song by Toto? (laughs) (laughs) Could be wrong. 
So Judy finds herself in the attic. She looks out the attic window and sees outside walkway to the second floor. She hears Stooge coming up the stairs and runs outside to the ledge. She hears Roger yell for her and sees him on the second floor ledge. Roger tells Judy to look out. And when she turns, she sees Demon Angela standing next to her. Then in a demon voice, Angela asks Judy if she's enjoying the view. Angela then grabs Judy by the throat and begins choking her. Sal then jumps out of nowhere to rescue Judy and starts struggling with Angela. Hey, As Sal and Angela struggle, they knock to Judy, pushing her over the ledge. <laughs> Judy is holding on, hanging from the ledge. Angela and Sal then fly off the ledge as they both land on the hard ground. Sal is dead instantly with a piece of wooden fence through his chest as Angela lies on her back lifeless in a pool of blood. Judy is hanging from the ledge and is scared. Roger tries to guide her to the second floor terrace where he can catch her. Roger tells Judy to jump, but she is too afraid. As she is holding on the ledge ready to let go, Demon Stooge pops out and tries to grab her. Judy lets go and Roger catches her in dramatic fashion. As they are ready to get up, Stooge jumps down on his feet and lands right in front of them. Roger and Judy hightail it out of there as they run down the side steps. They run into Demon Angela. She tells them leaving so soon. Then she tells a bad joke about Sal deciding to stick around. Oh, don't tell me you're leaving. Sal wanted to go, but he decided to stick around. <laughs> then Angela points to a tombstone and it says, Sal Romero, born December 6th, 1970, died tonight. So Ooh. as you know, they got Sal's last name from you know who oh yeah romero yeah i'm uh, curious is this is december 6th anything i don't think it is i oh, mean oh. well i don't know like when is um when's george romero's birthday i have no clue Do you, I, i'm gonna look i'm gonna look you know that well, i was born in 1970 though maybe that's his real birthday the actor maybe, maybe. I'm, it's not george romero or maybe it's uh the actor is real no, Billy Gallo is November 7th. Okay, not, well, yeah. nothing nothing there. No. No. Okay. So, <clears throat> then Roger and Judy run back up the steps to the outside second floor and run back into the house, slamming the door behind them with Stooge trailing close behind. Roger and Judy begin to run all through the house while Angela is stalking them, floating through the hallways. Judy and Roger run all the way down to the cellar, which is also a crematorium. They lock the door and fall to the ground exhausted. As their backs are against the door, Judy and Roger begin to laugh. Then Roger starts to cry as Judy consoles him. Judy stays optimistic and calms Roger down. Judy sees a big door and gets excited. She tells Roger they can get out. Roger tells Judy not to open the door and to pray with him. She refuses and tells Roger they must open the door. Roger doesn't budge and stays by the locked door. Judy opens up the crematory door and does not know what it is. She sticks her hands in the ashes and pulls out a skull. She freaks out, throws the skull back, and slams the door shut. Roger asks, what is it? And Judy tells him, it's an oven. She tells Roger, it's a crematorium. Then the demons begin to bang on the door. Roger and Judy then back up against the oven door. Demon Angela then tells Roger to give them Judy and they will let him go. Roger refuses and tells them to go to hell. Angela says, not tonight. Then Angela threatens them both. Judy then realizes that Halloween is the only night they can walk free. Then Judy tells Roger that all they have to do is survive till morning. Roger gets relieved. Then the bolts on the locked door begin to twist off. Roger and Judy freak out. Roger begins to cower and fall to the ground, holding himself a little into a tiny ball. 
Judy opens up the door, oven door, to pull off a gas pipe and use it as a weapon. After struggling a little, Judy breaks off the pipe as gas begins to spray out. Judy pulls out the leaking gas pipe closer to the door as the demons begin to make their way through. Judy pulls out the lighter she had in her pocket and starts trying to light the gas pipe. Stooge and Angela break through the door and start towards Judy and Roger. Judy lights up the gas pipe and torches Stooge and Angela. Stooge and Angela run away screaming in pain as Roger turns off the gas. As Roger turns off the gas, a skeleton hand grabs him and Roger runs away screaming as Judy chases after him, telling him to wait. Like a bitch. Hey, dude, he does that the whole damn movie. Yeah, he just runs on, leaves him <clears> off. <throat> and as Judy is chasing after Roger, all the doors and windows begin to close and lock. Judy finds Roger at the front of the house, but, it's, but it is locked. Roger tells Judy, We can't get out. We can't get out. As Judy bends down to console Roger, Roger tells Judy to, to look out, and Zombie J is standing behind her with his eyes gouged out. Judy turns and sees Jay. She, she gets upset that he is dead. Jay then says to Judy, Then a burnt up Angela appears. Angela says, Judy, don't you like your blind date? Judy screams and runs away to meet up with Roger at the other end of the room. Angela and Zombie Jay begin to slowly walk towards Roger and Judy. Then Judy and Roger see Zombie Sal and Zombie Helen. They begin to slowly walk towards Roger and Judy. Roger yells, you won't get me, and runs and dives headfirst through the glass door window, leaving Judy behind inside. Roger gets, <laughs> Roger gets up, surprised that he is still alive, as Judy jumps through the broken window after him. Judy tells Roger that they got to get past the wall and grabs his hand. They run towards the wall. Judy wants to run to the gate, but Roger tells her there is no gate. Roger, with all his strength, painfully grabs a, the hanging barbed wire on the side of the wall that pulls himself Stephen up. Stephen Dorff will disagree that there's no gate. <laughs> uh, so Roger, with all his strength, painfully grabs the hanging barbed wire on the side of the wall and pulls himself up as it tears open his hands. Roger gets to the top of the wall and puts his hand out for Judy to grab it, but the wall's too high for her to reach him. Judy tries to pull herself closer but lacks the upper body strength to climb the wire to grab Roger's hand. Demon Stooge then jumps out of the house and darts towards Judy. Judy luckily is able to grab Roger's hand, but Roger is having trouble pulling her up. By this time, Stooge is trying to grab Judy by the legs as he's tearing into her flesh. Judy screams in pain as the rest of the demons and zombies walk out. Burnt-up demon Angela then comes out and tells Roger and Judy that the party has just begun. Roger gets scared and falls off the other side down of the wall. As Judy is about to lose her grip, Roger's hand appears and grabs her again. Roger, with all his strength, pulls Judy up and over the wall as they both fall to the ground on the other side. The sun begins mm -hmm. to rise, and smoke begins to fill the air around the demons as they disappear inside the smoke. Roger and Judy can see the smoke rising above them on the other side of the wall. Through the smoke, large demon head appears, growling and roaring. Roaring? Roaring. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, roaring. <laughs> Through the smoke, a large demon head appears growling and roaring. Then Dude, didn't this part remind you of like when Shao Kahn shows up at the end of uh, uh, Mortal Kombat? Kombat. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> then, the, then the demon head gets sucked into a void and disappears. You are next. <laughs> <laughs> Weak, pathetic fools. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so.
So, daytime is here, and a distraught, dazed Judy and Roger are walking home on the sidewalk. Their clothes are all torn up, bloody and battered. As they walk by the old man's house that Judy scared earlier, the old man sees them as he's grabbing his paper and scolds them for being out all night. Rotten pig trash. Been out all night, huh? Damn, kids. <laughs> it's like Crazy Ralph. They ignore him <laughs> and keep walking down the street. They ignore him and keep walking down the street in a daze from the night of horror that they have just experienced. The old man says, Ah, they'll all rotten hell. Because I have no butterscotch candy. <laughs> then he walks inside. The old man goes in the house and sits at the kitchen table with his paper. His wife comes out with a slice of pie and puts it on the table in front of him. She then tells him, Good morning, dear. He says, Yeah, not so good about it. She then goes to get his coffee as he starts eating his pie. She looks at him from the kitchen as he starts eating I hope the it's pie. hair pie. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is hair pie? <laughs> Are you guys going to take me anywhere? Don't, you shouldn't invite me to hang out anymore. <laughs> she tells him she was up all night making him that pie. Then he gets nervous. He's... <laughs> <laughs> She tells him she was up all night making him that pie. Then he gets nervous. He is surprised that she made him a pie. As he's eating the pie, she tells him not to look. Like, oh, I can't even read this line. Dude. dude, let me tell you, it's a damn good thing that we have known each other so long because if we were actually trying to be professional, we would fail fucking miserably. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. This is the hardest show I've ever done. All right. So let's do this. I'm almost done. I'm going to finish this few seconds. Dude, you have literally been re- – no, I, before you continue, I'm going to tell you. You have literally read all this fucking copy, dude. Like, this is like you're doing a voiceover. That's a lot of work, dude. Yeah, so, it's a lot. I feel like hey, it's a lot, dude. You're doing, you're doing good. Tape. Yeah, like you're, doing, you're doing good, bro. All right. There you go. All right, my last one. So as he's eating the pie, she tells him not not a lot of trickers. Trickers. <laughs> not a lot of trickers. You got chiggers? I can't say it, man. I can't say it. Yo, doesn't deep woods offset care of chiggers? You need to get yourself some. All right, let's try it again. Chiggers. I, I can't finish the damn fucking walkthrough. Come on, uh, you can do it. You're going to make it. Okay. As he's eating the pie, she tells him not a lot of trick-or-treaters came by, so she took all his apples and made him a pie. He then begins to quiver in fear and shake. He begins shaking as as cuts start forming around his neck and cheeks. As razor blades are dropping out of the gashes and cuts on his neck, his wife is looking and smiling and entertained. And that scene there, she gives him like a look like, you know, like when you see like a fail, like a fail army video. Yeah. When like the guy is full into a wall and breaks his head open and she's like, you're like, Ooh, uh-huh. that's the, if you look in the background, the, the, the wife is like, Ooh, it's that same look that your wife gives you when you do something stupid. We are all familiar with it. It's like if you trip and you fall down and everybody's like, Ooh, right? yeah. so he then slumps over dead on the table. His face falls in the pie uh, in a pool of blood face down. 
uh, his wife walks up to him, kisses him on the back of the head, and says, Happy Halloween, dear. And that is the end. Okay, so, so we're just going to do an overview of the movie and the character. I mean, what do you want me to tell you? I liked it. Mm-hmm. It's terrible. But right. In a, in a great, terrible way. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's fucking stupid. A lot of the dialogue is completely <laughs> just moronic. Yeah. Who, who's, who's the characters? Who, who are the characters you dislike the most? And who are the characters that you liked? Well, Billy Gallo is cool. He's the, he's the, the takeaway character for me. Right. Right. So his character of Sal was yeah. the only only one that you could relate to out of yeah he was the only one i could relate to because we've known dudes just like that (laughs) right and he starts off sort of like a dick in the movie because they all hate his guts and well that that guy usually is a dick (laughs) and everybody hates him yeah yeah and then you have the slut which is she's like the one slut in all the movies yeah but she's fucking gross dude she's gross Yeah, she looked uh, like a train wreck in that movie. Yeah, dude. Like it was. There was that. Like, okay, you're a whore, but I don't want to fuck you. My my dick crawled up in my stomach. Look at it. <laughs> yeah. And um. So you would say, I would say, you would say, Angela and Sal were your two characters that you liked. Well, the which one is it, uh, dude? Which one is Angela? She's the uh, wedding Angela, dress. The, the yeah, she, yeah, she yeah, was yeah. good. Yeah. Right. And then the ones you least liked was definitely... Everyone else. Suzanne. That's the, that's the hooker? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. she's repulsive. Yeah, and Max, which was the dude that was telling the story about the papoose. He was... <laughs> I wouldn't say I hated him. Is that yeah. the Keith Coogan character? Yes, yes. Yeah. No, he didn't really bother me. He was Yeah, uh, there was really he was kind of vanilla. I mean, there was nothing yeah. to hate, but there wasn't <laughs> anything to really like either. It was like, he, he wasn't even Carvel vanilla. He was like Briar's vanilla. But it was weird. <laughs> and he, but right. well, what's weird though is and this is another one where it kind of parts ways from your regular horror movie is just like it seems like Suzanne should be the lead demon because it went to her first and all that. Yeah. And it ends up with Angel. He's the one that knows the backstory. He's the one that knows what's going on. Right. Yet that's all he's good for right there is the backstory. He so is the equivalent completely... of um who's the f- I So you think he, he he's so, Jamie Kennedy. Yeah, if this was Scream 2, he'd right. be Jamie Kennedy. Yeah. Right? That's his name, right? Yep. He's such a fucking putz that dude. Yeah, what was it? Randy or whatever? So you think out of all the characters that he would the one that would realize that something is off and mm-hmm. he would be like, let's get out of here. But he didn't do any of that. He is totally yeah. like making excuses. Like, no, it's just somebody. It's just the wind. And like, what? But you know, the whole history, like right. she, pa- she passes wind. 
Next yeah. me. Right. <laughs> she passes with. Jesus Christ. There was not <laughs> even a fucking space that he just picked up the lyric. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> and uh, Franny actually, Franny had like no, no story in the whole movie. She was just like there. I don't even know which one she is. Which one is, is Franny? She the one that she's with Japanese Max. chick. Yeah, yeah. Mac, Max's girlfriend. Yeah, she she was there for boobs. That's all yeah. she was there for. Yeah, she was just like, let's have a seance. Let's have a past live seance. Oh god. Let's have sex in a casket. Because <laughs> hey, that's what I, you do. Well, I'm not opposed to sex in a casket. That's kind of fucking. That's kind of sexy, but not not in some rando house. No. <laughs> Yeah, so she she really have major major character depth in her. She was not not that they all did, but yeah, she was definitely like the least one. Her and uh, Helen, which oh, dude, I could fix this movie in one actor chip, one cast change. <laughs> right, what's that? Roger, mm-hmm. Larry B. Scott, who was L- Lamar. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> Dude, you put Larry B. Scott in that fucking Roger role, and this is a completely different fucking movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I definitely see that. I guess. Latrell, yeah. Lamar. Lamar Latrell. Now, is this <laughs> his regular character, or he plays Lamar in it? Because that thing would no, be you just let Larry, No, you just let him be him. Because like, even Iron that, Eagle guy. Iron yeah, Eagle. just let him be yeah. him. Even yeah. in the, the non-speaking role... That he has in the Karate Kid, he is still yeah. fucking him all the trail. And he is a Cobra Kai, and yet they left him out. Oh, d- dude, you don't yeah. think they'll figure out a way to to get him in there? <laughs> he needs to be in there, man. He's a dude, Cobra they got, Kai. Who did they get in? They got Bobby in there, and I, not Bobby. Yeah. They got all of them in there. They did, but one of them actually died. The one that was sick in the in the, in the movie. Yeah, he yeah. really died. He really won. Mm-hmm. I thought that was cool that they, they made a point to get him in there. Because yeah, he was yeah. like, put him in a body bag. He was, impo- was, he was important, that guy. Oh, yeah. 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 That's oh. where he is. He's a, yeah, he's oh, okay. Super small role. But Okay, so back to the movie. Back, yep. we, what, so, what do we need to... What else do we need to say about this? Uh, so, Jay. Uh, the Don Johnson dude. Oh, he's your stereotypical fucking '80s <laughs> asshole. And I, I mean, I don't know if it's just me, but you guys didn't want to just punch him for the fucking hell of it. Yeah, he was yeah, a meat whistle. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did he play a good meat whistle? Yes, he did. But the thing is, is that was his acting though. Exactly. I think that guy yeah. was was just a fucking whistle. Maybe. maybe. I, I, that's the hard one to figure out. Because he could be a total hippie. You never know. He's probably smoking weed in his backyard. And he's got patchouli stink on him. Well, in that case, then fuck him anyway. And he has a man, he's an 80s man bun. (laughs) Fucking patchouli stink. Uh, And then you had Helen, who was not a major character, another one. She was like one of the first ones to get killed. Or she's the the first one to get killed. Um, yeah, she she was the one that saw her own death. Yes, yes. Uh, and then she was fine. Like after about five minutes, she was good again. Like, eh, it's all right. She's like laughing, hanging oh, out. No, that guy, that guy is a meat whistle because he was in Hugger, <laughs> and he probably played a meat whistle there too. Wait, oh, wait really? what was he in? 
Heathers. Oh, he's died. He's got. Oh my God, was he one of the jocks that were fucking in the woods? I think so. Oh my God, forget it. They were, everybody else was a yeah. fucking. Cho- they were all chooches in that movie. Yeah. <laughs> and then um, <laughs> was the dude. Other- that's one of those movies where Winona Ryder just steals the fucking show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That it doesn't even matter who's in the fucking movie. Well, I mean, except Christian Slater, obviously. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because you're an idiot. And then, of course, you have the one, Roger, of course, who runs away and sort of leaves everybody hanging. Larry B. Scott. Larry B. Scott. (laughs) Okay, so, Dino, one to ten. One to ten, what do you give this movie? Wow, okay. Now I got to figure out how I'm going to do this. (laughs) Because I don't know. Um, For sheer enjoyment, I'm going to give it about an eight. Right. Acting, I'm going to give it about a four. Right. Nah, effects, come on. We can go to five. They would, they, 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 I'm going to jump it back up on effects. Okay. So I'm going to give it all in all. Overall. Seven and a half. Okay. Out of ten. All it's right. definitely something I would revisit. You know, maybe once a year. Okay. And what about you, Drew? I did. I liked it. I mean, it's completely fucking terrible. <laughs> it is. It is your quintessential retarded '80s movie. Well, like I said, there are there are a lot of positive things to it. The scenery and the sets are fantastic. Yeah. Right. The soundtrack and the score is also very well well done i mean dude right you got Bauhaus in the soundtrack you got a win right there for me right mm-hmm. and what was um, your worst what was your worst uh your worst views on the movie like what was I, dude it, you know it the the fucking whore and the fucking tutu <laughs> she just bothered you i do it just bothers me because it's fucking stupid Right, right. It's fucking stupid. And I understand that like that's like okay, like like let's and this is just an example off the top of my head. Yeah. Okay. You look at the Friday the thirteenth movies, there's always some booby action going on. Right. But the booby action in this movie, it was just it was just it was it's not even believable. It's just fucking stupid. Right. It is like part five booby action. Yeah, it's just unnecessary. And I, right. I know I've had this conversation, Dino, I've had this conversation with you numerous times. Yep. I know it's part of the, I know it shit is part of the formula. Right. But there is a way to go about that. And that was just, it was just, un, it's unnecessary and it makes it seem stupid because the scenarios that the boobies are in it's unrealistic and stupid, which right. is why I don't like it because it it just makes the movie look plastic and dumb. Right, it was it's already plastic and dumb. So <laughs> unnecessary you know. scenes. Yeah, it's just fucking dumb, dude. Like I look at it this way, okay. And here here will be my analogy, okay. You look at something like uh, Friday the Thirteenth, the final chapter. Right. Okay. Uh, what's her name? Judy or Judy, Julie Aronson. She goes swimming in the, in the lake. Okay. That's kind of unrealistic as it is, but 
it's almost tastefully done as far as being ridiculous and stupid is. Right. The booby scenes in this, like with the brother and the whole thing, like, come on, get the, that's just fucking dumb. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like there's, there's a time and a place for that shit. And even if it's ridiculous, if it, if it fits, it's almost kind of tolerated. But the, the booby shit in this movie, especially those scenes with the brother was just unnecessary. (laughs) And it was just, it was just dumb. Right. And it, and it takes away from the movie. Okay. Even though the movie is ridiculous on its own. Right. I mean, I feel like I just sounded like, like a fucking old man. That was terrible. <laughs> Get off my lawn! Yeah, I need to buy a scotch candies! <laughs> yeah. You know? I just don't like it, dude. And I've said, dude, I've said, I, I know. I'm going to keep going because I'm a fucking idiot. But, dude, you remember in uh, Friday the 13th, the 09 version? Yeah. yeah. Oh, wakeboarding? Dude, yeah. The wakeboarding scene, it's like, just stop that shit. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's like you're just showing fucking titties for fucking shot back there. Dude, guess what? I am a fucking grown man. Mm -hmm. I have seen my fair share of titties in my life. You're not shocking me. Right. Like, like, who are you doing? Who are you doing this for? I mean, I'm assuming that they're doing it for like the 13 year old boys who are Sneaking in, yeah. right? Sneaking yeah. in to watch it, but it's just like, yeah, dude, like I, I know, but I was not ever looking at the Friday the Thirteenth movies because I wanted to see boobs. I wanted to see Jason murder people. Yeah. So. Yeah, that that's yeah. like a sort of like clickbaiting it's in in movie form. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yep. Oh, that was very good. Yeah. Yes, it was. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty much what what those scenes are. Because I don't need to see that. I'm I'm here to watch the movie, dude. I want to see. Right. Somebody get killed. Like if you're walking around with you, I mean, if it, if it's correct, like you know, you happen to be in the shower and something fucking happened, that's right. okay. But like, dude, like the scenes with just it, it's basically, hey, look at my boobies because we yeah. got a an R rating and I'm just going to show tits to show tits. That's yeah. just stupid yep. to me. Right, right. Yep. So overall rating, what do you rate the movie? From one uh, to ten. Okay. Do we have a rating scale? Like, what are we basing this against? Uh, you can do like categories. Like, you know, what is it good in? Like, what you feel like? Like Dino did a little bit. Okay. Um, I've said it already. I really like the sets and the scenery and yes. the the cinematography of the movie as a whole is actually it's pretty good. It's vis- it's visually pleasant to look at. So yeah. like higher production looked like a decent production value. Well, I don't know if I would use that phrase, but just set. It is, set it, is, it is appealing for me to what, like, it doesn't hurt my eyes. The locations. I, it's very stylized and I like it. There was okay. some thought, there was some thought and care right. involved in this and I like it. So I'll give that like a set design. I guess. Yeah. I'll give, I'll give that like a, like a seven. Okay. I liked it because there was there was effort involved. That was actually a real place. It's torn down now, but that was actually a real location. Oh wow! The house, the house, the inside. It was, uh, well, that, it was that's awesome. Yeah, it was in the middle of L.A. It was an old abandoned. It was in L.A., dude. I'm surprised there yeah. weren't any homeless people there. Yeah, it was in L.A. an abandoned abandoned house. 
and uh, they tore it down. It's gone, but that's where they filmed it. Okay, so now that makes it even better because you're talking basically, dude. You're looking at an abandoned house in L.A. That's a fucking crack house. It's a fucking <laughs> shithole. Yeah. Literally a shithole. Right. And look at the effects that they gave it in right. that movie, dude. It was that's some yeah. cinematic shit there, dude. That's that's a yeah. good job. And a lot of the stuff in that house was actually in there already. Which... So, yeah, I'm going to stay with a seven. I mean, you know, the yeah. acting overall, that's kind of hard to say because the dialogue is fucking diarrhea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who wrote it? <laughs> yeah, it's, fu- it's fucking terrible. I mean, yeah. they all did, I guess, as best as they could. Right. Yeah, you had a couple standouts. Like we said, Billy Gallo and uh, whoever it is, the Dark Bride over there. All things considering, it was good. It wasn't their breakout movie. They didn't make big careers after that one. No, absolutely <laughs> not. So I'll give the, I'll give them like a six or a seven. Like all things eh? fucking considering, oh, well. I'll give I'll give Billy Gallo a just because I like him. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, soundtrack wise, dude, you got Bauhaus on there, so you're an automatic. You're going right yeah. to nine. I don't know what else. Right. Okay, you had some interesting vehicles. Okay. In the sh- in the show in the movie. So that's cool to be, you know what I mean? Like if you made that movie today and there was like a fucking a Honda Accord in it, it's just instantly go fuck yourself. <laughs> True. Oh, you know what I mean? Like you show me a 67 Mustang and anything, dude, and you automatically have my attention. And I don't even like fucking Mustangs. I was surprised that uh, they didn't remake this one already. They, I think they, they did. did. They did, right? Like early 2000s. Yeah, and I'm sure and that was I a, believe it had like Shannon Elizabeth in it or something. Oh well, that's yeah. You know that sucked. Oh, that's rough. <laughs> that is crazy. I don't know, but I, dude, I never understood what the fuck the deal was with Shannon Elizabeth. <laughs> yeah. All right. So I got a question for Dino. Yeah. Okay. So now we know no Night of the Demons. But there are other movies called Demons 1, Demons 2. Oh, yeah. European Mm -hmm. foreign films. Now, is there any relation or correlation to Night of the Demons and those demon movies? Or is it just a separate thing that was made by another studio? I I don't believe that there are any correlations. Not that I know of. yeah, those were the, uh, Lamberto Bava uh, films, and they were pro- they were produced right. uh, mm-hmm. in cooperation with Dario wait, Mario Bava. Lamberto is his son. Oh, okay. And okay. they were made in cooperation with uh, Dario Argento as well. Right. Because the rumor is, is that that is sort of hmm. prequel to Demons Two. Like not prequel, uh, sequel. The yeah. demon two. Yeah. That's just like the rumor. It's not confirmed. I'm just right. saying. So, warning. Like if that's I can, true, I thought maybe you would. I've know. never heard that. I mean, I can, I can see it in theory. Right. Um. As well as, as well as um, copyright sort of sort of like property rights. Oh well, sort yeah. Of. Well. And then, and that is it, it did they have to get permission or are they well if it was, of... if it was the other way around right like if demons one and two were made in america in europe they can go out and make demons three 
and right. have it claim to be a sequel and mm-hmm. not have any copyright. Like when uh, House came out, you had House 1 and 2, and then they had House 4. That was a video, direct-to-video sequel. People like, yeah. what happened to House 3? Well, there's the question. <laughs> Just skip, the skip movie, The Horror Show, was released in Europe as House 3. Had nothing to do with the franchise at all. Steve Miner had nothing to do with it. But they wanted to title grab it in Europe. Kind of like how uh, Lucio Fulci's Zombie was released in Europe as Zombie 2. Because in Europe, Dawn of the Dead was zombie. Zombie. So it tacked itself on trying to claim to be a sequel to George Romero's Zombie. God, it's fantastic to watch you dork out. <laughs> Holy Jesus. I fucking said, I wish I had popcorn. I was just like, oh my God, what the fuck is going on right here? Exactly. Yeah, so that, that's, that's just the question I have always asked. And it was rumored to be that way. But who knows? Who knows? Dude, I got to tell you, I like, I like you two fucking going fucking at each other. I feel like Keith's Joe Rogan. <laughs> and Dean is like any guest who isn't an idiot. Yeah, <laughs> that's what that felt. That, dude, that was good TV right there, man. Oh, look at that. Yeah, that that's it, man. Yo, Pete, you were beating yourself up before about your narration. Yeah, I'm like, oh my god, nah, bro, I'm afraid you, to even dude, look at it. No, nah, man, you're not a bad. You're not a bad host, bro. No, no dude. No, yeah. you do. You think uh, you do I, like, I was like, ah, oh, man, I'm totally messing this up, man. No, dude, no, I'm I'm not even bro, I'm not even joking with you. As as a as a host, mm. you do a very good job. You know, reading reading dialogue is that's that's a little different, dude. Like yeah. you're, you're you're trying to do voiceover and that's not as easy as it sounds. No, it's hard. But when you when you are in your normal head and you're doing uh, host mode, mm-hmm. you are uh, you are quite good. Yeah. Thanks, man. Appreciate the compliment. So, I don't know what else to bring up on this movie. I, I think I've like thought of everything so far. Like anything I know. Well, you know, and and this actually will make me bump the score. Because of, co- of course, <laughs> Dino decides that he's gonna pull one out of his ass, and he's gonna be like, All "Don't right. forget this." Dean goes into his secret bag. <laughs> <laughs> It was produced for like $1.2 million. Granted, it's $1.2 million yeah, that, that's in a, 1987. That's a lot of bread, man. Mm-hmm. But that, and it got released like Thanksgiving oh, weekend. And by the end of the year, so you're thinking what, mm-hmm. five weeks? It made like $3 million. So Double the money. So it it tripled its money in five it, weeks. Well, oh, it tripled the money? That ain't bad. It was made for one, and it made just oh, over shit. Three. I didn't catch that. Yeah, sure. But, dude, we were eating that shit so, up, dude. You know what I mean? It was just like we, want, we wanted it. We were all right. horror crazy. It was a good time. We, yeah. You know, you went to the movie theater with your fucking friends, dude. We, bro. 
Think about the couple of times, dude, we went to, like, Freddy's Dead. We went to the movie theater in force. There was, like, 15 guys yeah. going to fucking see this one movie together. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. then we met other people online. And, we and then, like, like, even yeah. in the theater, like, guys that were in there already, it was just like, it was like you almost knew everybody in the theater. Like, you came to see this shit. It was different then. Now the shit that they they yeah. put out there, it's like get the like you just fucking crap. Yeah, you worry, yeah. you worry because you don't want to get there and have no money and like you spend right. money. It's like shit, it's gonna suck. Joe, mm-hmm. you got fucking milk does in your pockets. Like I ain't paying nine dollars for that shit. 